So as it turns out, you have to push the unmute button to unmute on Facebook. You can't push the button that implies that you're, so sorry guys, and I just now saw my text because I'm using my phone for the actual recording. So thank you to the both of you who sent me text messages. So we just went through some really fun stuff with Bloom's taxonomy. I hate you having this. Rewind. Yeah, rewind. <laughs> I don't know that I can do it again. It's out now. It's done. I'll get burdened about it in 24 minutes. Uh, all right. So, uh, so believers think like our Lord Jesus Christ. The way we do that, think like our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, pretty straightforward concept there. So verse 6, who, so who's the who? Jesus, right? So Jesus existing, and that's a present active participle. <clears throat> Yay, I'm glad it is. <laughs> His habit is to exist, which is an interesting way to think about God. <laughs> because God has always existed and always is existing and always will exist. Existing in the form of God. You might be thinking, that's a strange way to say things. Yep, a little bit. So this Greek word morphe, it, uh, it shows up three times in the NA28. Uh, so the NA28 is our Greek New Testament. I got a new one a couple of weeks ago, by the way. This one is indexed to the CSB, so I'm very excited about that. So hopefully I will have fewer... Of those, uh, I put that bracket in the wrong spot, so draw an arrow up here. This will help keep me out of that. Um, I still like my ESP one, but the CSP one is very This is how I get in trouble at my house. <clears throat> Books. Uh, so this word shows up three times in the uh, New Testament, uh, twice here in Philippians chapter 2. The other time it shows up is in Mark 16, 12. And in my notes, I have sus written right next to it. Because I don't know that Mark 16, 12 is actually canon. So remember that 9 through 20 section at the very end? It's like, oh, maybe it is. So I, I, would, I would lean towards saying the only time, two times this word shows up in the New Testament are here in Philippians chapter 6. And when we have a word that only shows up in one spot in the place, we want to be very careful how much weight we put on that hook. Um, I'm redoing my office right now, and we're, we're going to get some built-in soon. And I have ordered a whole bunch of different kinds of art, and I'm going to be hanging that in the, in the office <clears throat> at some point in the future because <laughs> it's still sitting on the floor. And uh, and I am not the world's best at. Let me rephrase that. I'm not in the top half. I'm probably in the bottom decile. We'll put it that way. Of hanging. Uh, items and getting them all level, especially when it involves multiple pictures that you expect all kind of be looking clean. Uh, I'm also crippled with uh, OCD. Uh, it should be CDO because that would put it in alphabetical order. But uh, and I like things very organized and neat, and it's not, it's not, it's not a good combination. It's not going to be a good mix, yeah. So I'm, I'm concerned that they'll sit on my floor for about five years until my wife has just had enough. Because uh, her patience is long. Uh, and so she's so, so kind. <laughs> trying to dig myself out right now. <clears throat> but, call me Oh, uh, there you go. That's exactly right. 
Um, and now I have no idea where I was going to go with the pictures. So. Yes, it's too much to hang on that hook. Right. So there are, what I have learned in the last couple of months is there are limits to specific types of hooks. Like for this type of hook, you can put this much weight. For this type of hook, you can put this much weight. Thank you so much for digging me out there. I appreciate it. He held the thread. That was the question. And, uh, and I want to be careful when we have, and this is just a general Bible study principle, when we have a very few number of times something shows up, we don't want to put a lot of weight on that hook. Now, do I believe that Jesus is in the form of God? Yeah. You know why? Because he is God. <laughs> you would think that God would be in the form of God. It feels like a safe theological statement, and that's why I think Paul's very good to make it here. So he's in the form of God. So our application down at the bottom uh, is our Lord Jesus Christ looks like God. Well, that seems pretty simple. Yes, I think so. It's because he is God. So what do we do with that? I told you before, we're going to rejoice because our Lord Jesus Christ is who we cannot be. We're going to rejoice because our Lord Jesus Christ is who we cannot be. He is God. I hesitate to go as far as to say that we can be in the form of God. Um, maybe in some sense of the word, maybe in the image of God, but this is a distinct concept from that Genesis concept. So I want to—I don't want to push into that. So that's where your head went. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not going to push hard. Again, that's more weight than I want to put on that. So, who existing in the form of God? did not consider, so again, another, uh, another uh, thinking, evaluating term. This word shows up uh, four more times in Philippians, and in most of those contexts, the idea is I'm considering, I'm evaluating options here and thinking through what the reality is. Um, so he did not consider it equality. Now, do you see what the Greek word is there at the bottom of page 123? You may want to give that a shot of pronouncing that. The I-S-O-S. -S. Let's take a step. Isos. Pretty close. Isos, yeah. Isos, yeah. Isos. Does anybody, can anybody think why this guy, who's a mathematician, might be interested in that word? Isosceles triangle. Hit it, Dave. Oh, I don't know. One more, there we go. <laughs> if you've ever wanted to see me, <laughs> when all the variables go wrong, this is what it looks like today. So. We're still going to rejoice because our Lord Jesus Christ is who we cannot be. Yeah, it's also these triangle with the little tick marks there to tell you these, the two sides are uh, equivalent. Yes. Now, so they didn't consider it equality with God as something to be exploited. Now, is he equal with God? Does the text say he's equal with God? Yes. Yes, it does. It, it does. Because I, I have heard people read this as if he was not equal with God. And you're like, I know. He is. He is equal with God. He didn't consider this fact 
as something to be, and the CSB says, exploited. You're like, exploited? How many times does that word occur in the New Testament? That word exploited. One. Where does it occur, Matt? Philippians 2 6. There you go. That's exactly right. It occurs right there. So when something only occurs one time, I don't want to lean too far into Dr. Strong's definitions, which he says is to plunder. So does, does the word plunder remind you of any other translation of this verse? To plunder? You ever heard a translation that says robbery? Did not consider it robbery to, to do this. I'll, I'll show you what the, the, the Bidag talks about the uh, harpagmos. It's got two basic definitions. This is used a few times elsewhere, in, not many times, but a few times elsewhere in uh, Greek texts in the first century. Uh, it's a violent seizure of property or robbery or something to which one can claim or assert title by gripping or grasping something claimed. Which, now, it can't be both these definitions at the same time, because these two are pretty radically different things. Which one of these two do you think fits the context here? So he didn't view equality with God as something to be either seized or claimed. 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 That's right. That's exactly what this is. And again, so this is where you get some translations that'll go very rigid wooden translations and you get the kind of a concept of robbery and and we immediately get this like robbery jesus isn't going to steal from the father no that didn't make any sense but is he going to claim what is rightfully his godship to get out of what the father has planned for him which almost implies that Paul says Christ could have invoked his deity to opt out of what the father, and you're like, whoa, this feels like a very hard intellectually thing to, that's exactly right. What Jesus does instead in verse 7 is he emptied himself, which is incredible. So all this buildup that Paul is doing in verse 6, that he's equal with God, he's in the form of God, he exists. Instead, isn't that just like Jesus to do what we didn't expect and empty himself for him, for us, so that he could be with us and that we could be with him? Unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. So, two applications in the same personalization of the bottom page 124. Uh, our Lord Jesus Christ is equal to God. Please don't miss that. Our Lord Jesus Christ is equal to God. In application number two, our Lord Jesus Christ did not exploit his claim. He did not exploit his claim. If I was fully God, I feel like I might exploit that from time to time. This is basically the basis of every superhero movie ever, right? Yeah. So what do we do with that? We'll rejoice because our Lord Jesus Christ is who we cannot be. I don't have to be God. He is. And I'm grateful. Because I can't even get through a Sunday school lesson without screwing up multiple times. So there's that.
No way. All right, so uh, that's where we'll plant for today. Look at there. That's a long time. Something went well. That's good. So the uh, so we'll pick up Lord willing in verse seven next week. And, uh, and I'm telling you. So this is the text for next week, verses 7 and 8. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant. So not the form of God, but the form of a servant. See the contrast there. Taking on the likeness of humanity. So not equality with God, but the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself. So he's not exploiting and claiming. He's rather humbling himself. You see the contrast here. By becoming obedient to the point of death, and then Paul curses in the text, which is really kind of crazy. So we'll talk about how Paul cursed in the text next week. That's the hook for next week. All right, so uh, you should have a weekly update on your table. So if you would make sure your name is at the bottom. For those of you that hung around through, I don't know how many minutes of silence, God love you. That was impressive. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so if you will uh, put any prayer requests that you've got in comments, we'd love to pray for those. Pray at the table. When you're finished praying at the table, you're free to go and to worship. This we are free to go and worship and collectively think the same way that Jesus thought. Which was less of himself and more of us, which is crazy. Concept. So, thanks for coming today, guys.